okay, I want this to be one of those podcasts you listen to and you think about like 10 years from now. You know, you have moments like that where you're like, thank God I heard that little nugget of knowledge. Maybe it's a quote or just something where you're like, I'm so glad I heard that. Now I can put it into use because today I want there to be one thing you walk away with knowing this is how you do not get divorced. If you never want to get divorced, follow this one tip and you'll be good. Okay. Today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy not just any mama's boy, you're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I'm Steve Kramer. It's a feel-good podcast I did with my mom, Nancy Yancey, who's like the best person ever. Okay. Um, We have three principles on our show, in case you're new. It's live, laugh, and love your mom. We share our lives. We, wait, no, we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot, and we love my mom. I've only done 216 episodes. I should know this. Uh, Nancy, Nancy, hi, Mom. Hi, honey. That's a big one today. I know. I'm happy. It's a happy day. It's a beautiful day in Georgia. The sun is shining. It's 50 degrees. We went for a Walked down by the lake today and nice. we had a good weekend. The shower's behind us and my house is put back together again and all I don't think you, is well I, in my world. I don't think if you live in really like our main areas that we broadcast to or wherever listenership is, you know, San Diego, Arizona, and Florida – and well, Atlanta too, but I would take that out of the equation of what we're talking about right now. But there's all this, the cities that I've worked in in radio. Yeah. And it's crazy to me that like you don't appreciate your warm, sunny days until they're taken away from you. Right. <laughs> exactly. And then you're like, oh my God. Yes. Uh, so I know, I know what you mean. You know, today is one of those days that's kind of hard because uh, right now it's 534 on Friday on, su- on Sunday, <laughs> and we um we don't know who won the Super Bowl. You know, we right. don't have any idea. Oh, yeah, and you um, and I could really talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who'd be worse between <laughs> the two know. of us. I don't even know who's playing. Do you I know? Okay, I at least know that. I know they're playing in Tampa Bay though, and I know it's Tom Brady's team. But yeah, I don't know who. Tom well, it's Tampa. Team. Oh, Tam- okay. <laughs> so, Tampa Bay Bucks. You're actually playing in Tampa, which is kind of cool. That's a cool experience. You know, it sucks that to be during COVID. Yeah, um, but I think that's it's really it's really special though that it's you know what a, what a cool opportunity to play a Super Bowl in your own city. You know. But if you lived um, in Tampa right now and it wasn't um, COVID, would you want to go to the Super Bowl? Uh, what I, yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a cool experience. I, you know, I don't, I don't care about football really at all. I mean, we've talked about a lot in the podcast. I don't really, it doesn't interest me at all. It actually gives me more anxiety than it does interest me. Um, so I, I, I was trying to figure out though, who between the two of us knew actually less about football. Between the the two of us? Yeah. Oh, Uh, definitely. The Chiefs. The Chiefs, by the way, are the other team oh. um, that are playing or have already played at this point. So is that Kansas so, City? That's Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> so, congrats to whoever won. I don't know who it is, but yeah. that's our winner. Uh, okay, mom, ready? Who? Uh, what do football players wear on their heads? This is the most easy football trivia. Helmets. Is it helmets? Okay, there you go. Correct. Um, I'm going to give my mom the easiest NFL trivia. Let's see if she knows this. Which position is responsible for throwing the ball? Is it the tight end, the guard, the center, or the quarterback? The quarterback. Correct. Two for two. (laughs) I'm on a roll. (laughs) Playing on the offensive line. Who snaps the ball? 
to start the play? Who snaps the ball to start the play? Is it the guard, the center, the tackle, or the tight end? Playing on the offensive line, who snaps the ball to start the play? Guard, center, tackle, or tight end? Tackle. You said tackle. It is not. That would be the center that we're looking for. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, How many players take the field on defense? Is it 8, 10, 11, or 12? 11. It is 11. How'd you know? That's pretty good. How'd you know that? Did you guess? I just remembered that one time watching with your dad, and he said they got a penalty for having too many players or not enough. I can't remember. Hmm. That's good. Look at you. Uh, (laughs) What do receivers run on the football field? Do they run lanes, routes, points, or angles? What do receivers run on the football field? Lanes, routes, points, or angles? Lanes. It is routes, but I oh. wouldn't know that either. That sounds no. re- this is now way above my pay grade when it comes to <laughs> football. So don't worry. Oh boy. Um, what is it called when the quarterback gets tackled before throwing the ball? Is it a loss, a down, a pocket tackle, or a sack? A down. That's not, it is a sack. <laughs> A sack. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's never a lot of questions. We'd be, we'd be here all day. I'll give you one more. I've never heard of that. Um, <laughs> what position is primarily responsible for uh, covering receivers? What position is primarily responsible for recovering, uh, covering receivers? Is it linebackers? Is it defensive ends? Is it cornerbacks? Or is it defensive tackles? I would not know this one. Linebackers. Uh, it is not. It is cornerbacks. So I, yeah. So we know nothing got, about football, but you know what? It is fun to go to sporting events. Yeah, I'm all down with like going. I'm cool with going, yeah. but like sitting at home. And here's my thing with football, and I think I've explained this to you. And I don't know why I just can't get into it. I did say like I I got caught up in all the Raven stuff because it's fun to live in a football city. Like oh, this city yeah. loves that team, yeah. and so they you know they get really caught up in it. And there's a lot of a lot of pride and a lot of camaraderie in it. So I like that part of it. Yes. But how can you sit and watch a game and genuinely be invested in something you're not even doing? Well, first of all, you'd probably have to understand what was going on in the field. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> That's why I've just never been able to get into sports. I'm, if I'm not playing, why am I? Why do I have any type of emotional investment into this game? I can't. And if you don't even know what they're doing or why, yeah, it's really like, tricky. What? Like, why do I? Why would I care about this? Like, why would I care? Like, I'm sure I'll turn the Super Bowl here in a couple of minutes, but like, I just I can't have a hard time with that theory of watching someone else playing a game like that's fine to watch it but i can't i just cannot get emotionally invested in it now i know mm-hmm. baseball pretty well like i you know i played oh, it and i was, went when I was to a padres game remember i mean yeah, <laughs> yes but i mean as a kid i played like i really liked it i used to be a yeah. huge braves fan okay yeah that's true but then like as i get older i'm just like, I'm just like why why do i care about this i don't know and i hate it <laughs> i wish i mean it's one of those things i wish i could get behind and totally yeah. care about like super bowl sunday like i wish i cared about that right now but i just yeah. don't i well, just we don't could, we could eat the tailgate food yeah, that'd be the only part. That'd be fun. That'd be the only if, part. And we weren't vegan and vegetarian. Yeah, that's true. It's not <laughs> as fun. <laughs> um, well, how did the shower go? How did the shower go this uh, this weekend? My sister had her bridal shower. Finally, thank God. Check that thing off the list. We're almost done with this situation. Um, Listen to you. 
Well, I'm just saying, I mean, everyone has to be excited to have to get, even Maggie, I'm sure has to be excited to get this thing over with. Right. She like is. she truly yeah. is. I mean, yeah. she just called me a few minutes ago and said, can we really just tie up all the loose ends this week? Because I'm just starting to procrastinate now because I'm tired of it. Yeah, no, I know. And that's, I, I can, she's been playing this damn thing for like two years. Like I get it. It's, <laughs> oh, I know. I keep getting pushed back and changed. Like, I would be so exhausted by the, it's already exhausting, but I have to make all the changes and stuff. And yes, oh, it's a lot. So, um, how did everything go? Was it good? Everything went fine. It was good. Um, J Mac stuck, stuck around for the first 30 minutes or so and <laughs> made sure that everybody parked their car the right direction and in the right space. And he helped, he pulled his golf cart up to the cars and helped with the packages. And he was, you know, like working. I think he was checking out the crowd to be sure he knew what yeah. was going on yeah. before he went to have lunch with his friend. Um, and everybody wore a mask. Several people had had COVID tests before they came. Um, That's good. And, and I had the chairs, you know, spaced out around, and, and we did fine. And um, it was fun. It was really fun. I didn't, I didn't feel nervous about it. And, you know, it was good. It was very good. Yeah. So now yeah. I'm glad that's, that's done. That's good. Yeah. Knocked out another thing off the list and <laughs> yeah. just moving right along. Counting down, just counting down. Move it right along. I got to book my flight. Uh, I, I decided I'm, I'm going to fly home for this one uh, mm-hmm. because it's a quick turnaround. So right. um, instead of driving, it would take two days straight. I'm like, let me just fly mm-hmm. in really quick, fly in, fly out. Yeah. Um, I was going to um, – the biggest dilemma I had this week well, – I was I had a lot of time to think this weekend because, again, it's cold. There's nothing going on here. Yeah. Number one, I coined a new term this weekend, which is quarantine because mm. it's just boring. Because like, cause even last thing I was like, well, on the podcast, what can I talk about? I'm like, that's just another boring quarantine weekend. I was like, quarantine. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing that I, I wrote out on my social media – I don't know if you follow me or not. I'm that guy Kramer on Instagram. But I was – my biggest dilemma now <laughs> – well, not my biggest dilemma, but my <laughs> pettiest. Another, another dilemma that you have. Another dilemma that I'm having right now <laughs> is that I am I'm such a creature of habit. And when I first moved here, I mean, I I like I all I need is like four restaurants. Like if you give me four restaurants, I can just rotate those restaurants and be forever happy. That's all I need, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. Well, I love Thai food and finding vegan, gluten free Thai food. <laughs> can be a little bit, I mean, it just takes some research. It just takes some research sometimes. And like, if it's not on the menu, you know, you got to like call and like try to, it's just, it's a, so once you find one, you're like, cool. And that was my spot. Right. And I actually used to get it when I was staying in the hotel when I first got here. Right. And then I moved, uh, when I came down to, at, moved to my condo, they still delivered all the way down here. I'm like, that's great. And so every Friday night since I've lived here, I would order pad thai, gluten-free mm-hmm. vegan pad thai, and mm-hmm. I, it'd be like my tradition, my my Friday night tradition. I look forward to it. I could sit there yeah. and I could watch a movie or play video games and just sit in quarantine, right? Yeah. Um, but then I – so last week, I went to order it because I ordered off Uber Eats. Uh-huh. And the only um, – all of a sudden, it – like it wouldn't let me order. And I, was like, well, I was like, that's weird. Let me see. There's something wrong with the app. I restarted it. Like, no. And then at the very top, top left corner, it said too far to deliver. 
Oh and no! I said, Too far to deliver. I was like, I was like, wait, but like they've done this forever. Apparently, they've changed their like range, and it would take forever. Honestly, like if you wanted it, you I had like if I ordered it by five, it'd be here by seven. I had to order oh, it so early because it just takes gosh. forever to get here. It's, it's about a thirty minute drive to get up there, so yeah. it was it was quite the delivery. But that's why I thought it was so crazy. I'm like, wow, that's impressive. They can get all the way down here. Mm. Um, but like last so last weekend, I didn't order, and like something just felt incomplete with my very routine life that I like to have. It just like my, my weekend went by. I was like, I kind of miss that pad tie. So this weekend, so Friday night rolls around and I, um, I look at my, I was like, you know, I'm going to go drive up there and get it. Cause I try to do that right now anyway. Cause I'm just trying to give more money to the restaurants, but that one's like 30 minutes away. And so I was just like, no. Nah. Um, so I went to order and, um, all right. So I was like, I'll just, I'll just call the order in and drive up there. Well, it's Friday at five o'clock at this point. Mm-hmm. And traffic was about 45 minutes to get up there. So you 45 minutes up, 45 minutes back. Oh God. That's an hour and a half. That's an hour and a oh, half on the, on, no. on the road. Uh-uh. For some pad thai? <laughs> no. Like what? Tell me you That's did crazy. not do that. So no, I I didn't do it. But then I was like, then I was like, well, maybe I'll do it on Saturday. Because like traffic won't be as bad, right? Uh-huh. So then I <laughs> Saturday rolls around and uh I I looked at them and it was about th- about 30, maybe 25 minutes to get up there. Okay. And I still I still couldn't bring myself to do it. Oh. I still couldn't. And I had so many snacks during the day. I realized I, I didn't actually eat dinner at all last night. I just wasn't that hungry. Uh-huh. Uh, but I, I, I was like, that's a crazy person. If you drive, if you spend an hour in the car yeah. for takeout food, like that's that even for me, who can be a little OCD at times, seems yeah. a bit long. You know, I'd say, yeah. Like at what point is like, what's the crazy? What's the crazy drop off or like line where like you've gone too far? I would say thirty minutes mm-hmm. round trip. Yeah, you're, you're like that would probably be to me like like the crazy cutoff. Yeah, if you spend thirty minutes to go get food, that's crazy. But like, right. can you imagine spending? If, if I were to spend an hour and a half, no. <laughs> that's what I know it would have been a problem. But nothing else feels complete. Nothing no. else feels complete. Can you not find a place closer to you? I'm going to have to just do some research. I'm just going to have to do some research yeah. and see if I can find it. I've, I've, I've tried. I just can't seem to find one. So, so if anybody in Baltimore is listening, <laughs> find it. No. Find it. I actually had a woman uh, <laughs> reach out to me with an idea, but uh, they don't deliver. So I have to go pick it up. But it's about 15, 20 minutes away. So that's not oh. bad. <laughs> Uh, it's still, it's still pretty crazy. Um, that is right, funny, get to, though, when you, when you get something in your mind like that, that I know, you it's want, all I want, it's like all I want. Like, My life just know, feels so incomplete you, right now. You can't think of anything else. Yeah. It's crazy. It just feels incomplete. All right. Let's get to our quote for today, mom. Okay, it's Yolanda. Yolanda. I always get tongue twisted on that. Yolanda Van Zandt. <laughs> when you stand and share your story in an empowering way, your story will heal you and your story will heal somebody else. Mm. Now, of course, that's the whole premise behind AA, right? Is that you share that you're an alcoholic and it gives others courage to share their stories and you support each other. Right. And I always knew when I was at Rainbow Village that if I could have someone to tell their story about where they had been and where they are now, that that would touch anyone's heart. Sure. Anyone's heart. Yeah. And I was always so 
respectful of their stories. I mean, it is their stories. And I was always a little reluctant to tell them. I would generalize um, situations, but I was always reluctant to tell their stories because your story is your story. Right. And in my opinion, it's yours to tell. Right. And if you don't want that story heard, then no one has the right to tell it. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, I still feel feel strongly about that. And if there would be women at Rainbow Village that wanted to share their stories, I was excited. But yeah. I would never, ever, ever ask someone that didn't feel comfortable, that didn't want to tell their story. Right. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's and it's not the easiest thing to do. That, that's oh, why I always encourage people. Um, you know, right now I'm having a hard time because I I want to say, like, I, I there's a lot of people struggling in the pandemic right now, mm-hmm. and like I want to be like I'm because you know I've already told you my my mindset. I'm having I'm having a real hard struggle as I'm moving across the country right now. Like I'm really right. not in a good headspace. Yes. Um. But I you know I want to like be able to share this that through, through social media, but I almost feel like I'm too new, mm-hmm. you know, to be like, oh, I'm just I don't like it here, you know. Like yeah. I just feel like that'd be a bad look, so I'm just not. Um. But I I feel like I mean every time that I've publicly shared a story, I usually get at least at least a, at the very least one message being like, "Thank you so much for sharing that." I mean that's that's what it is. You know, the premise behind this podcast is like live. You know. To live part of our podcast is sharing our lives because we do want to make you feel like you're not so alone and whatever it is you're going through, you know? Right. right. And uh, it does, I mean, it is, it is super powerful. And you share, I can't tell you how many times, uh, just think about that sigh of relief. Like when you sit down, even like with your best friend, and you're like, I need to talk to you about something. Like, I'm going through something right now. Mm-hmm. And like, oh my God, I, I'm either I've been through it or I'm going through it too. And it's like, oh, that like, it's the biggest weight off your chest it when is. you get that. So I just, it, I think if we can take away anything from the quote for today, it's like, share your story, you know, share it. It's powerful. It's more powerful than you even realize because you're, I mean, it's just making people real, like normalizing their life. It feels really lonely sometimes in a lot of these situations because you don't feel like anybody understands or you're alone with your thoughts, your problems. But then when you realize when you open up, there's so many people going through the same thing that need to hear your story, just like you would need to hear theirs. So. It takes courage to tell your story. Yeah. It gives other courage, others courage to live their own. Yeah. I mean, and listen, it's not, yeah, it's not even for someone that shares their life like me. I mean, that's what I've done for almost two decades now. Um, But I still, there's still some stories I don't share because I just, I don't, I'm too, I'm too fearful of the judgment. So even just know that, it's not, it's never, I don't think it ever becomes super easy. I don't right. think it ever is, is something, I think it's always a work in progress to be your authentic, true self and to share your story. Yes. But I hope, I hope you do know that it will. I mean, I've never had a time where I've had to like share something that hasn't been appreciated or Mm-mm. at least understood right. by someone. <laughs> Some people don't always understand. Well, because the truth <laughs> of the matter is it's humans. We have so much in common. Yeah. I mean, we all have struggles. We all right. have struggles in our work, with our kids, with our relationships, with our spouses, with, you know, with everything. We all struggle with our health. Sure. I mean, we all struggle. It's, it's humanity. Right. Um, and so it is wonderful to share that. I know that, you know, when your dad was 
um, first diagnosed with cancer, of course, it was so painful and and he didn't want people to know and he didn't want to share. But then, of course, as time went on, he got more comfortable sharing. And then um, people would call him that he didn't yeah. know and it's say, great. yeah, so-and-so told me that you tell them about, you know, your prostate cancer and I've just been diagnosed, you know, tell me what you've been through. And there was it's such great. power in that. And yeah. Through that experience, he became very comfortable and open in talking about that. And then it freed him. Right. Freeing for him right. to be okay with it. You know? Well, also realize, too, that that's what kind of the Ask My Mom segment's all about. Of course. Is like, you know, you're sharing your life and your story and you're asking for other people to share theirs, too. It's really powerful. I mean, I think that we've, yeah, we've made the point. It's like super powerful. And yes. if you get the opportunity to do it, uh, don't ever feel, don't feel hesitant because I think it can really make people feel not so alone. Yes. Um, Mom, just so I don't forget today, uh, yes. we are doing uh, Maryland Monday, Maryland Monday, oh, where we find out a fun fact yeah. about the state of Maryland. Because I always say that no one knows anything about Maryland uh, outside <laughs> of Maryland. So <laughs> uh, you really don't. I bet you know nothing about Maryland. If you don't live here, I bet you know nothing about it because I didn't. And so <laughs> I am trying to put Maryland on the map, literally, and um, making sure that we're, we're telling one fun fact. Okay. Um, I'm telling one fun fact about Maryland every single week on Maryland Monday. Okay. Um, King William School opened here in night. I'm sorry, 1696, and it was the first school in the United States. First school ever really? in the United States was, was right here in Maryland. So, wow, what but, kind of school was it? Mom, don't, I don't ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just literally Google Google Maryland facts. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm just a school. <laughs> I don't know that much about this place yet. So, don't. <laughs> just live here six months. And I don't you know. Haven't had the other thing about Maryland is you haven't had a check in lately, have you? About moving here? About how you were feeling about eh, you don't want it right now. Okay. <laughs> we're we're putting that on the back burner. Okay. We'll, we'll uh, check in in a, another few weeks. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh we're gonna get to our um uh, mental health Monday here in just a couple seconds. Actually about relationships this week. So hang on for a few and we're gonna get to that. Uh Skillshare. We so many people have joined Skillshare from this podcast. They've signed on for the whole entire year. So thank you so much for everyone that uh is, was giving that a chance or, or taking the free trial and check it out. Skillshare is awesome. It is an online learning community where millions come together to take the next step in their creative journey. It's got thousands of inspiring classes for creative people like me and you. And, and you're curious. Like, there's topics like illustration or graphic design or how about marketing, uh, freelance and entrepreneurship. If you were to go do some type of workshop on these, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. I mean, thousands of dollars, especially, well, Remember you had to like fly to conferences? Those were the days. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, no matter what you're really interested in, there's probably something on Skillshare that you can you can learn right from the comfort of your own home. And all these all these courses, all these classes are they're all like manageable. They're all digestible. When I mean that, I mean it just doesn't take a lot of time up. You know, Mom, what's which one did you do? Photography? I've done, yeah, I've done nature photography yeah. and I've done um just general photography. I've loved it. I, I loved it. I need to sign up for something else. Yeah. Um, so go on there and go ch check it out for yourself. It's really a cool, uh, cool spot that a lot of people get a lot from. Um, and when you are a, a new member, um, I'm going to give you a two week free trial. Okay. Um, Go to Skillshare.com slash Kramer, Skillshare.com to go explore your creativity and get a free trial of the premium membership 
at Skillshare.com slash Kramer. And Magic Spoon Cereal is back this week, too. Uh, so many people try Magic Spoon Cereal. They're back for the whole entire year. Uh, they may just be back for two core. Two core. It doesn't matter. Uh, you know, growing <laughs> up. Yeah, they're back. Um, growing up, cereal was such a fun part about being a kid. And you, that's like, you can't do it now. You can't have all that sugar and carbs and all that stuff. You just can't do it, right? We'll all be so fat if we kept eating like we did when we were a kid. Because literally all I ate was straight sugar and processed foods and macaroni and cheese. And I was literally, what else did I eat? Mom, pizza maybe? Did I eat pizza? And it was that in the mix? Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Mom wasn't great on nutrition. <laughs> that's yeah. why I'm stuck with that's why I'm stuck with the problems that I had today, but it's fine. Buffalo wings. Yeah, I did a lot of wings. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't do that anymore. Can't do it. That's why I have to be vegan. I had too many wings in the first part of my life that I had to <laughs> had to cut it out. <laughs> anyway, uh, Magic Spoon Cereal is basically your 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 uh, childhood cereal redefined. And now it's like it's like healthy for you. Zero, it's literally got zero sugar in it. It's got 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net carbs in each serving. And it's delicious. It really is. Uh, Magic Spoon has released their brand new variety pack too. And now it features peanut butter. Uh, the peanut butter is a limited edition at flavor in 2020, but it sold out in three times. So they just, they're like, okay, well y'all love, y'all love it. So it's now back in the variety pack, which also includes the frosted, the fruity and the cocoa. It's only 140 calories per serving. So that means if you eat a whole box, like I do at a time, then it's no problem. Um, just go to magicspoon.com slash Kramer to grab your variety box and try it today and be sure to use a promo code Kramer at checkout. And we're going to give you this time around $5 off your order. Five bucks off. So go try it for yourself. And they're so confident you're going to like it. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for whatever reason, they're going to refund your money. No questions asked. Go treat yourself something fun. Especially if it's cold somewhere. You need like a like a winter pick-me-up. Yeah. Uh, and if it's not, not cold where you are, <laughs> just go buy it. <laughs> Support the podcast. Uh, <laughs> remember to get your next delicious bowl of guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com slash Kramer. Use the, the code Kramer to get $5 off. And thank you to Magic Spoon for sponsoring this episode. You know, you should, you should fix yourself a bowl of uh, cereal and tune into cartoons and let your kid out. Yeah, that's fun. I like that idea. Yeah. All right, Mental Health Monday in a couple seconds. Uh, first, how do our certified fans? You know, i got to be honest with you. There's something going on with the certified fans system that I have right now because I've seen a couple people join, but they're not being added to my spreadsheet. Oh. They're not being had. So um, I don't know. I'm not sure who is joining right now. Oh. Let me see. Let me. I can actually pull the raw data. Hang on. Um, well, yeah, we're gonna go, we'll go ahead and do it. Um, I just don't know where you're from because I don't have the rest of your data. So um, hi to one of our newest certified fans. We're so happy to have you on here. Truly, truly, truly. It means a lot that you support the show. Uh, in case you don't know what a certified fan is, it's uh, somebody that donates $5 or more a month. And when you do, uh, you get all kind of perks and fun. And number one thing is you like support the podcast. You get to be a part of our certified fans Facebook page, discounts on merch, um, and just stuff like that. Uh, we... Um, we are saying hello today to Michelle M. And Michelle, I'm so sorry. I don't know where you're from. But Michelle M. is our one of our newest certified fans. Um, so for you, cool. this is what you get too when you join the certified fans. And you get a whoop whoop from my mom. So here you go. That's it. Whoop whoop. Thank so you, th- Michelle. Welcome. Thank you. We're so happy to have you. And um, mom, we, you know, I told you that today I was going to launch some, the, something new. Yes. Uh-oh. I'll tell you, I, I actually did. All of my side of it. 
all my stuff up is done. I'm waiting for this other company to get their act together. Oh. So that thing that I said we were going to launch, we're actually going to launch probably tomorrow. I sent an email right before we start about four o'clock today. I was like, hey, what's up? We're supposed to start today. But I will tell you this. I'll give this the only clue I can give you. We're going to give away $250 on the podcast. And so I hope that's going to be you. And I'll explain hopefully tomorrow. So something to look forward to. <laughs> also, don't forget today is um, we get two more days to vote for podcast magazine for March. So make sure that you're voting every single day. I appreciate you. You'll, you'll just text the word vote V O T E to eight, eight, eight Kramer eight. It takes all of like two seconds to vote for certified mama's boy would also appreciate it if you'd vote for Kramer and Jess uncensored. And then maybe one of your other favorite podcasts, you know, the upside's a great option. Uh, Jess's podcast is called low key. Um, who else? Mr. Michaela. I was listening to her podcast today, actually. Mr. Michaela. How about uh-huh. Miguel and Holly uncensored? There's just a bunch of great podcasts out there. So maybe add that just, you, you can vote for up to three podcasts. So maybe vote for one of your other favorites yeah. on podcast magazine. All right, mom, that's it for today. I love you. Okay, honey. I love you forever. All right. For the new thing we're calling mental health Monday, it's basically just a, the, the world's shortest therapy session. That's what I want these to be every single Monday because we are giving you like just like enrichment you can take away in like 10 minutes or less. Okay. And Leah, who is one of my therapy friends, our therapist friends hops on here and we just kind of, we kind of roll with it. And Today, I want. I asked Lee. I was like, "What's like if you could like walk away with one piece of advice to give to couples so they would never get divorced? What would that be?" But I would say that the relationships that thrive are the couples that work together for the sake of the relationship versus are in it to win it as an individual. So, like the couples that are like working through shit. To, oh, excuse me. I'm not allowed to say that, huh? On here. No, you Shit. can. Oh, My stop. mom's not here anymore. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> You're used to your podcast. There's no mother involved. Oh, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, so, I'm just kidding. It's, it's fine. <laughs> so, um, but like, you know, you you are um, like, I guess what I'm saying, and now I'm like lost in train of thought. Um, so you can try to cut that out. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice edit here. Yeah. Okay. But what does it say? Is, no, in it, it to win it. Well, in, in it, it to, to win, win it, it versus like themselves or versus a couple. What does that, what does that look like? I guess is my question. Like, like you want to win the argument. Like you want to be right versus oh. let's try to communicate our thoughts and what we think is going on or our truth. Cause there's no one truth as we all know, right? We all have our own perspectives. We all bring our own like baggage and experiences into relationships. So what we see, the other person doesn't necessarily always see. And so, but if you're working together as a partner versus like trying to win the argument or prove the other person wrong, that's a solid foundation. Like, and you don't have to agree on everything, but it's the idea of how can we like work together to address this issue or better understand each other. And we don't have to agree with everything that the other person says or believes, but it's the idea of like being supportive and communicating, even if it's like communicating, I don't agree with that. Right. Like, or that hurts my feelings, like sure. the communication. Yeah. Well, how do you, how, cause I love being right. It's like my favorite thing in the world is to be right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll even find myself getting caught. And I think honestly, that was a problem that my ex-wife and I had a lot was because we were both very much, want to be the winner of the conversation. How do you, somebody like that, because I'm sure there's probably people listening to their life. I mean, I think a lot of couples are probably like that where it feels good to win. (laughs) And so how do you go from a conversation that's like, 
my way versus your way versus like trying to meet in the middle. So I think it's the first thing is just like acknowledging we're not going to agree on this. Like we're not, we have very different opinions about this. And so it's not like saying you're wrong, I'm right. Or like trying to convince the other person. I think that's what you have to sometimes like in a, in an argument or fight, for example, instead of saying, Hey, um, you are wrong about this situation. It's you think of it this way. I see it as this way. How can we do better in the future versus like rehashing? And so that's another thing with mm. couples like rehash everything all the time. It's almost like to dig at each other. So it becomes this like, um, like again, it's like a, a battlefield and a relationship shouldn't be that way. A relationship shouldn't be easy. Cause like, I mean, well, they shouldn't be extremely difficult, but you're going to have, of course, a lot of times where you're going to experience life together and grief and conflict and transitions. And so it's going to be hard, but it, um, so there should be like disagreements every so often, but you shouldn't be at war with each other. You shouldn't be trying to win all the time because you're, you're, you're a unit, right? Like you are mm-hmm. an individual, but as a couple in order to be, strong and long-term and just like to sustain over time you need to work together well it's like why you're together right yeah i mean if you want to be right all the time you can be single because you know what in my relationship right now i'm always right and it's the best there's no one to ever question me (laughs) no one to (laughs) relationship with yourself yes (laughs) (laughs) that's one of the joys of being single is there's no one ever to tell me there's another way (laughs) wouldn't you also say we all need like a sounding board sometimes or some people to like i think we i i i think most people like to be right right it's like an ego thing but i think we also need someone to challenge us too but i think it's challenging different than trying to prove the other person wrong like when i think Mm -hmm. challenge i think we're having the dialogue so which is hard those are different sure well you just mentioned rehashing too and what did you mean by rehashing so it's not helpful like in couples therapy to just rehash an event so like say for example there was cheating going on. We'll just use that as an example. And sure. you're going to therapy. And I mean, we're, let's talk about So this, in this situation, in this hypothetical situation, both people are really wanting to work on it. Like they, sure. the, the cheating was, was crappy. And, you know, maybe there's a lot of hard feelings, but both parties want to make it work. So what will not be helpful is rehashing the actual event itself, right? Like, Sure. Well, I wouldn't have done it if you didn't cheat. Totally. Yeah. yeah and okay. Like, you know, okay. these text messages and then th- I saw this and you did that and like the well, point of the fingers. Why what? do we do that though? What's like the psychological reason of why we do that? Because I can I even think, think of heard. like, well, like I can think of like when I was with Miss California even and like there would be, I can't think about my marriage, but my most recent, I guess, what a situation ship really, whatever that was. <laughs> um, I like, there would be things and like it'd be like two months later, and I'd still want to be like, yeah, remember that one time that you, <laughs> you know? It's like, why am I? And I even question, I'm like, why am I doing that? Well, I like, think that's why? your unresolved stuff. Like that's all your stuff, so your partner can't fix that, right? Because you're holding on to that for whatever reason. So I would be like, why is that event so significant? Because usually that's like the tip of the iceberg. But what about everything else underneath? So like, if she said. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to, I don't know what this, what specific thing you're talking about in this California. I can't remember to be honest with you. I don't remember. But say like someone's been like, they're in a new relationship and their last relationship was really difficult. There was a lot of distrust. They, you know, whatever, not even cheating, right? They're just, they couldn't trust their partner or whatever. And you go to this new relationship. Usually you come in kind of with this understanding that, you know, people are shady, you know, 
I'm going to be someone I can't trust anyone. So that past experience is almost going to like mm, kind of create right. the schema of what, yeah, of what you like believe a partner will do. And so I think you're easy to, to almost like confirm that you're right. And then find these little moments where they were distrusting or, you know, they weren't being lo- like respectful or loyal, whatever it is, right. you're going to seek it out. And then it cause you, cause you're looking almost to confirm your own bias. Right. And then I think you just rehash it because you're like, well, you, I can't trust you, right? Even you though. You did the thing I thought you were going to do in the first place. And look, haha, here totally. it is. Totally. Yeah. Yep. And sometimes like, they didn't even do the thing. You're just kind of um, like, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm so bad about that. That's how I know that I'm not quite ready for a relationship yet. Because I I'll, I'll, would catch myself being like, being in this situation and being like, I bet this is what's happening. Like, why do I think this? Like, why am I brain being so crazy right now? Well, but if you were hurt, right? And you've talked about your marriage, like, if you were hurt, we don't talk about that specifically, but if you're hurt, Hurt, you're protecting sure. yourself. It's yeah, like you're totally. looking for totally. all these red flags, even if they don't exist, because you're like, I'm not going to let that happen. Not to me again. suckered again. Not this guy. Yeah. Not twice. <laughs> so you're like kind not of beating that. someone to the punch almost. Or sometimes a lot of people will like self sabotage or yeah. create conflict because they just are too scared of it being too good. Or you know, I don't know. It's it's it's, it's different me. for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it was too stable. I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> Where's the conflict here? Let me make some. I can totally make some up. Well, let's yeah. say that we're having a, you know, going back to the whole working together thing. Um, mm-hmm. If you're in a relationship right now, let's just say that you feel like you're not. I, at the end of my marriage, I 100% could not have said that we were working together. I mean, for years before. I don't know if we were ever quite working together, but that's fine. Yeah. Um, if I'm sitting here now, if we're going to call this how not to get divorced and I'm like, we're not working together. Mm-hmm. What's like that first step I can take to like get my partner mm-hmm. to understand this concept, you know, like I don't, I, I don't think I could explain together. that to my ex-wife. I don't think that I could have like explained that. Like, I, I think it's hard. It's awkward. No, I think anything that bring like that, is not your like mundane day-to-day things or like is difficult for a lot of people in general, like just, you know, with friends, with coworkers. So I think it's about being like, you know, like, it's like, like, Hey, like it doesn't have to be something serious. Like, you know, can we have a talk? It doesn't have to be something like that, but it could be like, you know, I, I, well, okay. One thing I would say is you want to be proactive versus reactive. So I don't suggest couples try to initiate this serious conversation about communication and working together. Um, like in the midst of a fight or argument. Okay, I get you. You're already hiding. We're not too. working together right now. Right. This is your fault. Yeah. Yeah. You're, yeah. Right. Exactly. Like you're yeah. always trying to, you know, like you're doing this. You're always not it, not working together with me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And th- nobody hears that. So right. it's always important to do it when like you're relaxing, you're having a good time or like over dinner. Like it doesn't have to be a serious thing, but I think it's like, hey, like, you know, I've noticed like this came up, you know, the other day and I really want to work on like communicating better with you or, you know, you mentioned this career goal and we haven't really talked about that and what that would look like for our relationship. So like, how can we talk about that? So we're both comfortable and our needs are both being met. I mean, I doubt people say that need, that, that sound like a therapist, but like really the idea is to have these conversations and it's like not something that's you don't want to react and it's kind of like hey i just want to better our relationship like i want to strengthen it so how can we right. work together to communicate our needs and like you know each have our needs known and and met as best as we can and i think that's really you know anybody that's that's feeling like kind of about this episode because i think that if i would listen to this episode you know a year before i got divorced i'd be like it might be in trouble is that if you're not able to communicate about this kind of stuff it's probably i mean it's already too big 
Like if your partner, if, yeah. you, if you have this conversation with them, they're like, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean we're not, you mean we're not working together? We're on this right. Like, right. Is it yeah. already too late? Well, I don't think it's too late, but I think, cause I think I, I really, again, I think some people don't have this experience. Like they just, like you've talked about before, like just how you were raised and everyone was pretty open about how they were feeling. And, um, and I know no family's perfect, but like you had this environment that like, I guess, encouraged talking. Right. Sure. And a lot of people don't have that. So sometimes too, it's like, you kind of have to, the idea is, is I do believe people can change, but they have to want to change. And then you have to give, give room and space for growth. So I don't think you should write someone off if they're like super defensive right away versus you saying, Hey, like, I know this might sound serious or might sound weird um, to you, but I'm just trying to like do something for us to better ourselves. And so, but then you have to give that person grace, like that time to like mm. learn the mm. skills almost. Cause if you don't know how to communicate because you weren't taught that, that, I mean, it's not your fault really. Right. So it's, but it ha- you have to have the will to want to improve. Right. Right. And that and has to be there. So that's what's I think most important. If it's too late, if someone doesn't have the will to make those changes, not too late. That sounds very like, Morbid, well, but like it's it's yeah. a drama podcast. Everything's based around <laughs> drama. It's fine. It's too <laughs> it was late. Not dramatic. It's done. It's too late. Your marriage is over. Yeah. Um, you know, I I don't think I did a good job explaining your podcast last time. Do you want to explain it to people? Yeah. So um, we see all these influencers out there, which I think is positive. You know, t- speaking to mental health and sharing their stories and and when I say influencers, I'm talking about like really like the the Instagram you know models and influencers. So right. I think while it's great that we're progressive and people are sharing their experiences, we wanted to give a platform where we could use our own experiences, talk about our own work. Cause we have literally the training and background. We also have our lived experiences that we're open to sharing because we want to, we, in, in therapy, we can't share our experiences. It's not, that's not the place to. So I think this is <laughs> right. our place where we can be normalize it. Cause I, and I, I'll share with some clients, like I also have anxiety or, you know, I struggle with that too. I don't go into it, but I right. think it helps normalize it. Cause I think we feel so alone a lot of the time. So the idea of this whole podcast, hour talking about yourself. <laughs> I know. I'm like, like I just lie down on my. Head, I'm like, let's switch seats. All yeah, on the couch. Listen to my problems. <laughs> but but I think I do know even with my own therapist when sh- when and I've had I'm on using a uh, working with a different one right now um, with EMDR. But my previous one, I remember when she would share something about her, even if it was like minimal, it felt. I felt very validated and right. like normalized. And it's a therapist also share, sharing that they went through something and it just felt very, it felt good. So, yeah. so the idea of this podcast and it's called not your basic influencers podcast is to um, talk about everything, mental health and influence people on mental health topics, create awareness, empower people to speak on, on issues. So we've talked about relationships and body image and substance use. And, but the idea is having like, we want it to be like a conversation with your friends. We don't want it to be something that's yeah. super. Yeah, it it's wants to be super relatable. light. It's super light. It's not like yeah. you know. It's not like a bunch of old people sitting around talking about it. It's super relatable. So <laughs> and we, you we should have had some listen. cool people on there. Yeah, thank you. Well, you've had you've had one cool guest that I know of. Just one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, Just one. <laughs> I'm like, this is how we know we made it. We've had that guy Kramer on. It's done. <laughs> that's how you we know. can retire. We can retire now. <laughs> that's right. It's done. A lot of people listening to this podcast have been trying the uh, Monk Pack. Have you tried this yet? Have you ordered one? See what you think about it. Monk Pack, the keto granola bars, they're really good. I took some with me to Atlanta for the holidays and gave them to family, and it was it's really super tasty. Because right now, listen, 
But the problem with healthy snacks, they don't taste good. And then that sucks. And so if you, you know, most of them don't fill you up, but they definitely don't satisfy those cravings you have. But thanks to our friends over at Monk Pack, that now they really do have a, like, if you want like a sugary treat, you can get it with only one gram of sugar or less. Yeah. The Monk Pack Keto Granola Bars, they get one gram of sugar, two grams of net carbs, and they're only 140 calories. Isn't that, isn't that awesome? Like just those stats alone, you're like, that's that's impressive. Those must not taste good. <laughs> no, they do. They are. They're actually really, really good. It's great you're following a keto lifestyle, but it's a perfect snack actually for anybody that's just trying to eat sugar, less sugar uh, or carbs without having to sacrifice taste. And that's been that's like my biggest thing. I eat a lot of sugar. One, I I cut it back, but this weekend I ate a lot of sugar, and I felt like crap when I did it because once you start to clear your system out, but you still want like a like a sweet treat sometimes. And I really recommend that you give these a shot going into the new year. I think you're gonna like these if you're trying to like clean your diet up. You gotta try it for yourself, and you're gonna see. Uh, and actually, a special deal for you: twenty percent off your very first any Monk Pack, by the way, by going to MonkPack.com. And entering the promo code Kramer at checkout, okay? Monk Pack and these delicious granola bars are so confident you're going to like their product. It's back to the 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it for whatever reason, they're going to refund your money or exchange the product, whichever one you want, okay? So get started today. Go to MonkPack.com, M-U-N-C-K-P-A-C-K, M-U-N-K-P-A-C-K.com, and select any product. Enter the code Kramer, and you get 20% off your purchase. Monk Pack, it's delicious, nutritious food that you can count on. Thank you so much for sponsoring our podcast today. Okay, good news and it made me laugh and I'll tell you goodbye for today and thank you so much for listening. In case I don't tell you enough, I want to tell you again right now. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Really, really appreciate you supporting this this dream and this idea to have a podcast about nothing pretty much, you know? Um, most people have some type of like expertise and I don't I just want to share my life with you and you share your life with me and that's it <laughs> is that too much to ask <laughs> all right good news um let me start with this story that actually somebody sent me this weekend and I don't know who it was they texted to me but thank you so much for sending it over to me um as the snow came down earlier this week there was a a 10 year old boy over in Rhode Island who was out in it trying to help some essential workers get home safely. His name is Christian Stone, and he wanted to thank the nurses and frontline workers battling COVID, so he decided to go clear snow off their cars over the Westerly uh, Hospital over in um, over in Rhode Island. Yeah. So with his mom's friend, uh, whose name is Abby, working with him. I don't know why the mom didn't go. Well, that's not. <laughs> I don't want to talk trash on the mom. Um, they, the pair braved the bitter cold and cleaned off about 80 cars in the parking lot. And they were at it in the middle of the snowstorm. And Christian said that the nurses and other workers came out and they were super grateful. And some actually offered to pay him. And of course, they declined because they were doing it because they wanted to pay it for everything that frontline workers do. I was just thinking, like, they help us a lot. They've been helping us a lot through this whole pandemic. And I figured, why don't we help them? I would say it's nice when people do stuff. When kids do stuff, I think it's, like, super cool. And that's what a nice gesture to do to come off. I know that most people listening don't know what it's like to scrape snow off your car, but it's not fun. It's not fun. Uh, you know I love a good dog story, and this one's cool. So Sadie the German Shepherd was adopted by her owner Brian a few months ago, which saved her life, and now she's already returned the favor by saving his. This six-year-old dog is being called a hero for her actions when uh, when uh, Brian had a medical emergency in their New Jersey home. So Brian collapsed after suffering a stroke, and Sadie wouldn't leave his side. The, um, the refuge where... 
she actually she came from reported that uh, that she dragged him across the room to his phone so he could call for help. Yeah, the dog did that apparently. That's crazy to me. And then she continued to lick his face to keep him awake. And um, the animal rescue says that Brian felt this special bond with Sadie, even though uh, she had known to be really nervous with men. But they said Brian gave Sadie a second chance at life, adopting Sadie and walking her home. Uh, this time, Sadie actually gave Brian a second chance. And I think that's really special. You know, I love a good adoption story. So we'll do those two good stories for your Monday. And uh, I listen, I'm like, I don't know. I, I'm just my, – my eating habits are like out of control. You might say I'm a little obsessed with food. I went to the grocery store yesterday and bought all this like snacks. But why did I buy them in the first place? I don't know. I know better than bring it home. And then yesterday, literally, I ate a whole bag of that confetti popcorn. And then I ate like 80% of some peanut butter pretzels. And then I ate oh, – what's the last thing I ate? Uh, I forget the last thing. I ate. It's not good. It's I, You might say I'm obsessed with food right now. But uh, Jim Gaffigan knows what I'm talking about. I don't know if you can tell by my beard, but I'm fat. <laughs> I don't know what happened. All I did was eat constantly, and then boom, I'm fat. Seems unfair. I can't stop eating. I can't, I haven't been hungry in like 12 years. I'm like, oh, I'm so full. I guess I'll have some cheese. I don't even like this cheese. Guess I'll finish it. Maybe this will make me hungry. You ever tell yourself that? Maybe this will make me hungry. It's either that or feel my feelings. You know, you're only eating your feelings. Yeah, but they're delicious. I can't stop eating. You ever look at medication that says don't take on an empty stomach? Never a concern of mine. It doesn't apply to me. You're not supposed to go swimming till technically I should never go swimming. Like if you saw me in a pool, it'd be like, arrest that! And tell him not to wear a Speedo. I don't need that image. <laughs> All right. Have a great Monday. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can always call 888-Kramer8 anytime you want to discuss anything. Say hi, birthday shout-outs, whatever we're missing. And uh, we'd love to see, hear your voice on this podcast, 888-Kramer8. I love you. See you back here tomorrow. Bye-bye. Okay. That's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.